This is Messenger Insight, a podcast program brought to you by Oklahoma Baptist and the Baptist Messenger. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to this special Messenger Insight podcast. I'm joined here with two brothers and looking forward to a conversation about a really important event coming here to Oklahoma in February. We'll be talking to Danny Ringer, who serves as Director of Missions, Associational Mission Strategist with the Great Plains Association, and Duncan Blackwell, pastor at Elk City First. Gentlemen, welcome. Hey, we're glad hey, to be here with yes, you. Yes, glad to be here. And Duncan, you're you're newer to Elk City, right? I am. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. Where all of you, where all of you served in, so in Oklahoma? I, so I, I grew up at First Baptist Prague. And then got my first ministry position. I was there for about four years at Adelot Baptist Church in Shawnee. I was the associate pastor and youth pastor. And uh, and then I was in Anadarko at Bethel Baptist Church for two and a half years. And now I'm here. Been here about Wonderful. eight, eight mm-hmm. months, something. Eight months. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, hey, thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, Danny, there's an important event coming up. And uh, we thought we could take an episode and tell people about it and invite them there and tell them why it'd be important for their ministry that they go. Could you could you begin by telling us about that? Well, last summer, I was just scrolling on Facebook like a lot of people do, just looking around. And Mark Clifton put on Facebook, hey, would anybody like to have a uh, regional uh, event for church planning revitalization or revitalization? And I just messaged him and said, hey, we would love to have one in Great Plains Baptist Association. And I said, if I get permission from the pastor at First Baptist Elk City, it would be a perfect location. And uh, the next day I get a call. There wasn't a pastor at First Baptist Elk City at the time. <laughs> well, no, you were here. I was, I called you. was on the ground. And uh, he was already on the ground. And I called him and said, hey, would you be willing to do this? And Duncan jumped on it. And so we're excited to be able to have this event. In Western Oklahoma, it's a national event. It's something that they would do in Atlanta or Kansas City. And so to be able to have the people who we're going to have in Western Oklahoma, we're pretty honored by that. That's awesome. Well, it's the the NAM Summit. It's February 2nd and 3rd. And there's some big time speakers that are going to be there. I thought we could talk about a little bit of that. Well, we're on the lineup. Uh, the speakers that we're going to have, I think first and foremost, we're going to have Richard Black. It'd be Richard was the, the president of the Canadian Baptist Seminary, and uh, he's pastored. He's kin to a guy that some of y'all may have heard of. It might have been before your time, Duncan, but a, a guy. Everything named, was before my time. Yes, I think <laughs> the guy who wrote yeah. Experiencing God, Henry Black. Yes. Been, yeah. That's his son. And Richard, of course, has come along with him, and they've adapted that. And he's written numerous books and uh, a lot of books about church revitalization. And so Richard's going to be one of our speakers. Um, and of course, you're young, but you know who Mark Clayton is. Mm-hmm. And Mark Clayton is in charge of revitalization replant for the Southern Baptist Convention with the North American Mission Board. And uh, we're going to have Joe Kreider. He's the Dean of Music at Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. We're also going to have Frank Lewis, who is a revitalization specialist who was in Nashville. And then he started a church in Las Vegas. And uh, now he's working for NAM as he's going across the nation. And he's just empowering churches and revitalization. So a great, great lineup for Oklahoma. Yeah. To have. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, this NAM, the whole concept of revive is powerful to me, a revitalization. Uh, Duncan, as you think about 
churches and uh, and what we would love to see the Lord do. Why, why would seeing times of renewal and revival be so important? And, and what appeals to you about all this? So uh, several years ago, when I was I was serving as youth pastor and associate pastor in Shawnee, and God birthed a passion within me about uh, about churches that already have, you know, they're already established. They just need leadership. They have buildings, they have budgets, they have bylaws. They just need leaders. And, uh, and, and so, um, something that God just did within me was just to give me this passion for seeing churches that were headed in the wrong direction, maybe even on life support, you know, revived and, and to come back, uh, back to life and to be vibrant and active in their communities and to be reaching people and making disciples and advancing the gospel. Um, and so, uh, while that was all happening within, within me, I went to, uh, I think it was pastor school at OBU, like one of those weekend events that they, that they would do. And I went to a breakout that James Swain was leading about church revitalization. And I'm again, I'm like only 12 years old, guys. Okay, so I get there. And <laughs> that, was James, last week. that was last week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and so James is like, he's in there and he's leading this breakout about church revitalization. And I was going, there's like a whole division of, this, <laughs> of people who care about this. And uh, and so that kind of became my heartbeat for ministry. And, and so we saw that kind of happen in Anadarko, the church I was serving, that church just really uh, adopted a vision and, and took off and began to partner missionally and is, is a thriving church in, in southwestern Oklahoma. And so now here we are in Elk City at uh, First Baptist Church. And I, I feel like the, the vision and the direction that God's given us for this congregation is, you know, if you look at the reach of First Baptist Elk City, and I just shared this with our people a couple of weeks ago, the reach of First Baptist Elk city is absolutely incredible mm. um and so the reason that, that we're wanting to host this here and the reason that i'm so passionate about it um is because i think that if we will make disciples and if we'll equip our people we could see churches all up and down western oklahoma um strengthened and revitalized and renewed and and even you know I think I think part of the responsibility that God's given us and, mm-hmm. and Danny, you were on staff here for 13 years. Right. You grew up in this church. So, you know, this um, I think part of the responsibility that God's given us for for whatever reason is to be raising people up and sending them out equipped and ready for the work of the ministry. And so mm-hmm. um, we're going to be we're going to be really focusing on that. And this is one of those one of those times. I mean, we have churches in western Oklahoma, some of them on life support. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and, and desperate need of leadership. Case for that is we have 58 churches in Great Plains Baptist Association. I counted up this morning, 57 of those churches runs 50 or less. In the Southern Baptist Convention, according to Tom Rayner, 50% of all the Southern Baptist churches run under 60. Wow. And in Oklahoma, we have 1,700 churches, 1,400 churches run 100 or less. And I would say that probably a lot of those run 50 and 60 or less. And and the reality of it is, is we love our small churches. Yeah. I was at First Baptist Church Willow Sunday preaching. They want to revive. First Baptist Willow's looking for a multivocational pastor. They're looking for a pastor. Their former pastor was 83 years old and he retired, but he's still preaching some. One of the finest, kindest men I've ever met. Mm-hmm. I just love him to death. And uh, he's going to start going to First Baptist Sentinel. 
But the reality of it is Willow can thrive. And, and we've seen that. We've seen First Baptist Church Carter, who was running 15, oh, and they have a multivocational pastor come from First Baptist Church Oak City. And he takes about, oh, I don't know, his family with him. And now they're running 150 at First Baptist Church Carter. The small wow. church can grow. Absolutely. But it's going to take revitalization. <laughs> the, the problem is this. Our churches are like men. My wife, she gets the the smallest thing. She's ready to go to the doctor. Me, man, I got to be on deathbed before I go to the doctor. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got to be really hurting before I go to the doctor. And our churches don't necessarily recognize the situation that they're in. A lot of them don't. And we love them and we want to encourage them. And, and a lot of them are really excited about this conference because one of the things it does, it explores. It, it lets mm. you explore yourself. Tom Rainer shares in one of his podcasts that uh, he had an older sister that passed away and they didn't know how she died. And his dad was in World War II. And so he ordered an autopsy and actually went and watched the autopsy. I could never do that for my child, but he did. He wanted to know what happened. Well, come to find out his daughter had a tumor on her heart and that's what caused her to pass away. And so then the family, they have all searched and made sure that they didn't have this genetic uh, gene in them to have tumors on their heart and different things. And they have a granddaughter who actually had a heart problem, had a heart issue. Mm. And so because of this autopsy and because they looked into what their problems could be, they were able to explore and see and prevent things for the future. And our small churches, we want them to explore with encouragement this isn't a time to say, you ought to do this, and you need to do this, and you need a bigger building, and you need a youth minister, and you need that. No, this is a time to say, hey, listen, you're exactly who God wants there, yeah. and he can use you to grow the church in your community. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I want Duncan to share kind of the way he's investing in our association. Yeah. He's doing some really neat things beyond this conference. <clears throat> so, yeah, we started uh, just here recently. Like I said, I've only been here eight months, so it had to be here recently. But, um, you know, we've started doing quarterly teacher and preacher trainings here um, where we're just we're taking some some uh, preaching and, and teaching material and walking through it chapter at a time kind of thing. And we'll have, a, you know, it's like a Saturday morning breakfast thing and, you know, pastors and Sunday school teachers and lay leaders uh, from our church and other churches in the area are, are obviously welcome to come to that and encouraged to come. Um, but we're looking at, at some other uh, avenues for strengthening churches in the future. Um, hopefully, I'm hoping by the end of this year, we'll be able to get a, a new equipping ministry off the ground, um, which is going to be very likely hosted, you know, to be a time slot where some of these bivocational, multivocational pastors uh, will have the opportunity uh, to attend, you know, because I, I'm also aware that for a lot of pastors, even full-time pastors, uh, certainly bivocational uh, pastors, they if they have the resources to go to mm. seminary, they don't have the time for that, you know, uh, all the time or the or the access. And so, you know, we just think it's part of our responsibility at First Elk to provide opportunities um, for ongoing, you know, education. You may not get a certificate, but you'll get the knowledge and uh, you'll get the equipping and the growth opportunity uh, to maybe come and study theology, mm -hmm. maybe to come and, and study preaching, maybe to come and learn how to teach, learn, you know, and so those are going to be things for our members, yes, but also for uh, pastors and lay leaders across the whole of Western Oklahoma. 
So very exciting time here. And, and I think, mm-hmm. you know, we want this to be the springboard. Games. Absolutely. This is, this is us trying to tell uh, the association and, you know, that, that we're, we're going to put the time and the money and the energy and the resources into to be in there <laughs> and to, and to help them however we can. That's and it's awesome. Not just association. It's for the entire state of Oklahoma. It's not just for pastors. It's not just for Sunday school leaders. It's for every single lay person. We need the lay we, people. We have a little bit of struggle with technology because um, some of our churches, you know, they're not quite, they're not as good with their phones at registering. And so I would encourage pastors and some other people to help them register as they come to this event. Because even this morning I had breakfast with a pastor and said, well, I'm having to register most of my members <laughs> yeah. because they're trying That's to right. register online and we have a QR code and then there's a link and stuff. So it, it is a challenge. And so even yesterday, even at our church here at Elk City First, uh, the secretaries were helping us, the ministry assistants were helping us register some of the members. Yeah. 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 So, well, well, and we'll put the registration link with this podcast as well as we continue to promote that. I, I just love how this come together. And I want to go back to something you said, Danny, about, you know, the smaller and attendance church. That's the backbone of really who we are as Southern Baptists. I mean, that the the things that are possible because of our smaller attendance churches, whether we're talking about sending missionaries, whether we're talking about reaching to all parts of this uh, continent. It's just amazing. I, I'm amazed and so blessed every time I get to be in fellowship or attend a service with the smaller and attendance church. So I'm so glad this is coming together, this uh, this event at Elk City First and, and NAM Revive Summit. Danny, you've, you've uh, as you minister and encourage pastors, um, what has blessed your heart as you see the different generations of pastors uh, have a positive influence of each other? You know, we've joked about Duncan being new generation, but just there's a certain dynamic in the body of Christ that that uh, God's always raising up a new generation and he always has one mentoring and we bless and challenge each other. What is it about that dynamic that, that you love to see? You know, I always tell this to Landon Warren. He's the pastor at First Baptist Snyder. And he's been there about a year. And uh, every time I go see Landon, I learn something. It ought to be the other way around. I mean, really, I'm the DOM. He ought to be learning something from me. But reality is every time I go see Landon, I learn something when I walk out of his office. And I usually spend quite a bit of time with him. We just sit and talk and chat. And and then what we have is we have a compliment today. And and we have older pastors who have experience. We have older pastors pastors that have wisdom. We have older pastors that have walked through some things that none of us have who really are encouraging with our younger pastors. We have younger pastors who don't even think twice about some of the technology. And and one of the things that we've really seen is the amount of knowledge and doctrine and theology and scripture that our younger pastors have. It's pretty impressive, to be honest with you. And so they complement each other. And we're seeing that quite a bit in our association. So when we have pastors conferences, we had one just last Thursday with Mike Wall with Oklahoma Baptist with missions. And when all of our pastors come together, we got to hear what each church was doing in missions. And then Mike facilitated the meetings so that they were able to encourage each other and then share what Oklahoma Baptists are doing in missions and how we can network together to fulfill the Acts 1-8 process where we're doing missions locally in our association, in our state, in North America, and around the world, and how Mm -hmm. we can participate in every bit of that. But 
in a small church, you think, well, I can't go serve in Panama. It's too far away. But because of the association and because of other churches and because of Oklahoma Baptist, you can partner and just one person from every church. And so with this revitalization summit, this revived summit, it's going to come along at a time to encourage our churches. And here's the thing. It's a two-day event. And uh, Elk City First and Great Plains Baptist Association, they're paying for the food. It's free. The event's free. North American Mission Board's paying for the speakers. But we're able to come together. And the best thing about this, it's like a homecoming. The mm-hmm. preachers will all get in the hallway and talk, but the members will get in the hallway and talk. And they all kind of know each other. But th- sometimes they think like they're the prophet Elijah, that they're the only ones out there. Mm. And they'll realize they're not alone. And that we recognize that as Oklahoma Baptists. We recognize that as an association. We recognize that as the North American Mission Board. And that our small churches matter. Yeah. And we and we want to encourage them. That's so awesome. It's going to be a great event, and it's on a Thursday and a Friday. We didn't get to necessarily pick the dates. They told us when it would be because that's when the speakers were available. But <laughs> it's like anything else, anything that's worth going to, you're willing to take the time away to do that. And I believe that this conference is worth going to. I really believe that. Absolutely. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Duncan, on the uh, similar thought, you know, as you as you come up in ministry and have a lot of responsibilities, how, how have you been poured into and how, how has God blessed you with with all that? And uh, even events like this and connection with Danny and everything. You know, so God has has really strategically, I think, put a lot of very wise men in my life uh, from an early early, uh, an early time, you know, I mean, I, I got, I became a Christian on Halloween night of 2012. So just over 10 years ago yeah. and, uh, and, and God in that time, you know, almost immediately after that began to call me to ministry and, and, um, <laughs> I had my pastor, Tim Emmons at Prague first Baptist. He's not there now. He's retired now. Um, he's a member there, but he, he was there for 25 years. He came when I was I think one <laughs> is when he, he came and, and, um, you know, had family relationship with him and that kind of thing. But when I got called to ministry, I mean, Tim immediately started taking me into uh, hospital visits with him. I mean, he took me on my first hospital visit. He put me in the pulpit for the first time, um, which looking back, I was like, that was crazy. Um, <laughs> he would do that. But anyway, um, I mean, just gave me all the opportunities. And I think he even hand delivered my resume to Adelot Baptist church where I, I started my my ministry. And so, you know, I just starting there and then the way that God has just used men like Danny in my life, um, men like Lynn Bellamy over at Anadarko First Baptist. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, God has used, has used his people to equip me and it's just through spending time with them, you know, and through them being willing to, to take time to spend with me and, and to invest in me. And so I'm grateful for that. Um, but I want like that, that's something I want to I want to provide for other people. And and I mean, I'm 28, so I'm not the, the wise Danny yet. right? <laughs> but, but I, you know, if I can spend time with people or if I can facilitate opportunities where people can, can rub shoulders with rub elbows with people who are, who are, you know, very experienced and wise at what we do uh, as far as like ministry, you know, uh, the more that young guys like me can do that, the better off the church is going to be, I think. We're going to be stronger. And so this will be an opportunity for that. Well, what happens, a lot of churches 
they say this. They say, Brian, we hear a lot of churches that'll say something like, you know what? If we just had a young pastor, our church will grow. But then what happens is you call the young pastor and then you say, well, I know you want to do that, but we've tried that before and that didn't work. And then I know you want to do that, but we don't. My grandparents, they put the paneling up in that church in 1957. And I just don't feel right about taking it down and painting the walls and making it brighter in here. And so what happens is we hamstring some of our young pastors that we say with our mouths, we want a young pastor. It's kind of like a, the illustration Mark Clifton gives about the guy who so who had an 83-year-old pastor, and he said, you know, if we just had a youth minister who could do youth choir, our church would do wonderful things. And, and his wife said, well, he, he said, when did you last do youth choir? Well, it was about 30 years ago. She said, that was 50 years ago, you know, yeah. and, and it was a big deal in 1960 and 1970, but not today. Now, now here's the thing, though. People my age, we love buildings. We like big buildings, big events. When I, you know, we did small group and youth ministry and as a pastor, but we liked big events too. Mm-hmm. Well, today's millennials, Gen X, they like a smaller discipleship area that they want to have this more intimate relationship. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to help to help our younger churches through this conference and through breakouts and different things that we'll have, understand this generation so they can recognize how to minister to these generations that we have today. Because we think they think just like us, and they don't. Now, scripturally, oh, yeah, they believe the same things, biblically and things, but they have some totally different approaches. And and so I think this conference will help the young uh, or help our small churches and our other churches to see things in a different perspective. This summer I had my cataracts taken out and, and you know, mm. a couple of days after I had the cataracts taken out, I went into my restroom and, and I, I didn't realize that my vanity was as white as it was, but it looked tea stained before then. Wow. And what happens is I had become accustomed to the way things were. And that's why I saw things. And so hopefully mm-hmm. through this conference, the cataracts will fall, the scales will fall, and they'll have a different vision and to see things as they are and not as they have been through T-stained lenses. Yeah. Yeah. Good word. Good word. Well, gentlemen, thank you for coming on. Uh, Duncan, you had a final thought there as we wrap up. I was going to say, it's kind of like the story Todd Fisher tells about the the new pastor that came into the church and and stood up and got voted in in view of a call. And he said, "I'm, I'm so excited to bring this church into the 20th century. And the deacon came down the hall and said, it's the 21st century. He said, yeah, I know. We're going to take this one century at a time. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's good. That's good. That's hopefully, good. Yeah, hopefully we'll, uh, hey, we'll be able to. Just so you know, the conference starts at 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, we'll have snacks. It'll have breakouts, have breaks. We'll have lunch for you. We'll have dinner the first night on Thursday. Yeah. And then it'll go 9 to 6 the next day. And then you'll be able to go get motel rooms. They have them available here in Elk City. And uh, we're just really excited. We want to invite everyone to come and be a part of this conference. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Danny Ringer, Duncan Blackwell, thanks for your ministry and coming on the podcast today. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Check out that registration link and God bless y'all. Go to BaptistMessenger.com for more. Thank you. This Messenger Insight has been brought to you by the Cooperative Program and Oklahoma Baptists. Visit us at BaptistMessenger.com or your preferred podcast platform. Oklahoma Baptists, advancing the gospel together.